The Safe and Sound Media Group presents, recorded from the comfort of his room, to many worldwide. Worldwide. This is the One Man Fast Break Podcast, hosted by the one and only Renee. This is your place to be for music, basketball, football, and lifestyle talk. You may get the occasional rant. He may be a man of few words when you see him, but he'll speak his mind as you've never heard before. Critics have labeled this podcast as informative, hysterical, and most importantly, natural. So are you ready? Please welcome. Please welcome. Take it away, Renee. you down here <laughs> hey on me bro what the fuck hello and welcome to the one man fast break podcast it's me renee and oh it's felt like a long time since i've done a solo episode because we had back-to-back guest episodes which i'm grateful for appreciate the support from you guys on those episodes as well there was like a wide spectrum of listeners and to be honest the guests don't really color like colorate to each other i mean um we had Saina last week who's a musician as well and the week before we had tom or Mackers from the blue podcast who came on as well um they were really interesting guests to be honest i had real fun recording it the problem is when I record with guests, it ends up being a very, very long episode because the conversations that we have are just like really interesting. It's only until we both feel that it's about to die down, then we're like, in our heads, we're like, okay, it's time to wrap this up. But it's really, really interesting episodes. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Uh, I listened back to both of them as well because I had to edit them. Uh, to post it on like on Spotify, YouTube, for example, and yeah, it was, it was really good. I do cringe sometimes listening back to myself, but I love I love doing a podcast. So I'm just gonna keep on doing it. I don't know how many weeks consistent we are now. Uh, to be honest, I don't even know what episode this is right now. I want to say it's season two episode five so 25 weeks consistent so like should i say i don't know oh and look at that i look on my phone and the first thing that pops up is a notification advertising my podcast as well i mean it, i'm recording this 11 28 the day before i was supposed to release it completely forgot but i was supposed to record an episode but nothing's gonna stop me and no, I'm just happy to be doing this. So I got a bit of a note list on what I wanted to do. If I could just find it. I wanted to talk about dating apps, first of all. Uh, I have a really weird relationship with dating apps, really. Uh, it's like with everyone, it's 
install it, then uninstall it, install it, uninstall it. But I get absolutely zero attention on these dating apps compared to uh, my mates. So it's it's really disheartening. But I don't know, for some reason, I'll be in the middle of it like, no, is it maybe something you're doing. Let's just try again. And then I try again. Or I might be like, oh, maybe it's because uh, you haven't got those boosts where they boost your profile so more people will see it. Nah. <laughs> I hope, I hope this is the last time I do it. Like, I download these dating apps because, no, they're really, really not it. And, nah, I, I think it is... I can understand why I install those apps because, like, I'm about to be 21 and I haven't been in no relationship yet. Sounds so sad, but no, I haven't really. Like, I wish it was, I wish I could be like, oh, yeah, it's my choice. Like, I didn't want to have no relationship or anything. Uh, but nah, I think opportunity hasn't come my way as well. Um, and also, even though I have waited 20 years, you could say, uh, for a relationship, but I'm not going to just jump into any relationship with any girl just because I haven't been in one. So that's also a factor why it's been very long as well. But no, it's a bit weird. I was just like, sometimes like sometimes I feel like, well, like, what am I doing wrong? Because I'm like, I feel like I'm like a dateable person, I would say. But no, it's just, it's weird because I get no, I feel like I get no attention at all. And it's not like I'm, I don't know, it's not like I'm shy or anything. I just, sometimes it seems like um, I'm shy, but I'm really not. It's just, I don't, I'm not a talker really, except for on these podcasts or, uh, with people who I do find really interesting, I can talk, but I'm not a loud person is probably <laughs> the better way to put it. Uh, I'd rather, I rather you call me timid than shy, in a way. But kind of digressing anyway, but now it's just, it's just weird because when you watch... Like, for me, I'll just talk from, like, my experience. It feels like everyone... It's like everyone's in a relationship, like, now like now and even back then it feels like everyone is in one apart from me it's really disheartening but yeah move on i guess you try and see the positives in every case i guess positive in that case would be i'm saving money or i'm saving the headache but i don't know it's an experience i haven't had yet and i am older now and i don't know might it might affect me a lot like in years to come so but then again i'm not rushing i'm rushing no i'm rushing nothing i'm not just gonna get into relationship just for the sake of it because i know certain people are like that but no it yeah also yeah it's not even just other people i think when you watch when i watch like documentaries or uh fictional tv show or non-fictional tv show whatever and you see like oh there's this like person there's this there's this person who's like not the most perfect or has a real big problem with themselves or like a character because it could be fiction or whatever and they're still able to find a partner or something 
And then I'm just there watching and I'm just like, what? I'm just like, what on earth? It's just like, wait. So even this person with all this, his flaws or her flaws, able to get. And and this is going to sound really bad coming from me as well. But also when you see like someone is, um, I know some people who are like, or I've heard stories of people who are like, they're gay or lesbian and they're still... And then they're trying, they're trying to like hide the fact they're going through the denial stage. And even at their denial stage, they're still able to get a girlfriend when it's not even their like, it's not even their real sexuality. And then I'm just there like, just like, just like wow, just like how, just how, like what am I doing so wrong? <laughs> uh, but it's fine. I mean. I mean, I work as hard as I can, I guess, because it is just only me. Uh, so I guess it is who, it, like, my situation is who makes me who I am, I guess. But <laughs> I mean, that's a really weird way to start with the podcast. But no, I just wanted to get that off. Um, if you're wondering, I have deleted those apps. I think I deleted them yesterday or I mean, I've I think I've had enough, but who knows? Maybe in maybe in two months' time, I would have installed it again because I don't know, just my brain's weird like that. But the last time I spoke to you guys on a solo episode, Kendrick hadn't dropped his album, Miss Morana Big Steppers. Well, he dropped it May thirteenth. <laughs> it's currently June second or later by the time you're listening to it. And I really enjoyed that album. I love it. Like I love it a lot. I don't think it's better than Damn or Good Kid, Mad C, which I would say are my two favorite Kendrick Lamar albums. But then again, it doesn't have the time for those two have. So I always find it weird when people start comparing straight away. Sometimes it could be really obvious that one project is better than the other after like a first listen or second listen, but. I feel like in this scenario, I mean, we don't have we don't have enough time behind the project. Like, it took people five years to understand "Damn," and and some people are still trying to understand that now. So, what does that make you think about Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers? Like, I only found out like last week that the whole album could be like one long therapy session or or multiple therapy sessions uh, from different time periods just collated together within the double disc album. So I think it doesn't have enough time behind it. Uh, but no, really good album. I love the song Savior, Father Time uh, featuring Sampha. We've got N95, which seems that's going to be the hit song, you would say, from the album. And... There's one more song, I'm just forgetting it right now. N95, Savior, Father Time, Silent Hill. <laughs> Silent Hill is a really weird one uh, because it sounds very, very Playboy Carti-ish. Or, yeah, no, let, yeah, let me say Playboy Carti-ish. And, yeah, there, there is a bit of hypocrisy from, like, me, I guess, because I feel like if another musician who isn't named Kendrick Lamar dropped this song. I'll be like, what on earth is this? Like, are you serious? But 
I don't know. For some reason, it works. Maybe Kendrick and Playboy Guy are the only ones who can play it off. But no, it was, it was a good listen. Um, I feel like the albums this year, I don't, I don't feel like they've been that great, if I'm trying to remember. I think the only ones I would say are really good. Like I want, I'm talking really, really good albums. I'll probably say The Weeknd's Dawn FM, which I feel like still holds the title for best album dropped within 2022. Gunner's Drip Season 4. Yeah, that's... And Kendrick's album. Because I'm talking about a whole project, concise project. And those are the only three I can think that, like, really good albums that dropped this year. I guess. But uh, there's still been a lot of songs there and there that's been good. Don't get me wrong, but I'm just talking about full projects, man. Uh, I feel like the best year in my head for full projects would have to be 2016. Is either 2016, 2018, and maybe 2015, I'd say. 2017 is a close one as well, actually, because that's when I started listening to music more and more heavy. And I started to listen to projects more and more heavy. But 2015, 2016, 2018, I'll definitely put 2016 first. That's, that was a major year for music in general. Amazing, amazing music. I think I was in year 11 at the time as well. What, what a time, what a time. But... Now that Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers has dropped, now we can compare the Big Three's latest projects together. So, like I mentioned, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole released the off-season. I think it's been a year since now. And Drake released Certified Loverboy. So now if I had to rank them, I think I will put... No, not I think, but I know that I will put... Kendrick's one, number one, Mr. Miranda Big Steppers. Just because when I listen to an album, it has to have a consistent theme and it has to have like that blend of consistent theme throughout the project, but also like very listenable. Like I can listen to it over and over and over again. Whereas I feel like Drake's Certified Lover Boy, I think I was expecting something totally different to what came out as well. Like, I feel like like most of the songs there don't relate to, like, the certified lover boy theme, or if that makes sense. Like, I was expecting something totally different, and the features throughout the album were very uninspiring, actually, because they're musicians that he's, he's worked with with before except for like Yeba and Kid Cudi are like the only ones I guess he hasn't worked with before but it was the usual suspects like you could literally guess who was going to be on the album like Future, Ty Dolla Sign, Young Fug, Lil Baby, Dirk, Giveon like you could guess those there's nothing that went like whoa whoa he was able to get him maybe Kid Cudi was like the only one I guess because you know, the thing between uh, Drake and Kanye at that time and, you know, 
Cardi was cool with Kanye at that time. I mean, they're not cool anymore. It seems like it's flip-flopping all the time. But I think I'll put Kendrick's Mr. Morale and The Big Step as number one. I'll put Drake's Certified Lover Boy number two. And the reason I put J. Cole's off-season last is just that, I don't know, it's not really repeatable. Like, like uh, the theme is there for sure. But I feel like, like the album's not bad. It's definitely not bad. And even if it was bad, a bad J. Cole album washes so many like musicians' like projects. So don't get me wrong on that. I'm not J. Cole hate or anything. But I feel like, I don't know, apart from a few songs like the one with 21 Savage and Murray and maybe Amari as well, and there's one more, Pride is the Devil, those three. I think apart from that, it's not really like, I don't go out of my way to listen to songs from the album like, oh, I'm going out, what's the first song I play on Spotify? Oh, let me play something off the off season. It's not like that. Whereas at least with Drake, he doesn't have a, like, a consistent theme or a story to tell laid throughout the album. But there'll be sometimes I'll be like, oh, let me listen to Champagne Poetry. Um, pipe down, love pipe down. What a song that is! Like, that's what makes me put Drake's up for I Love a Boy second. But that's how I'll that's how I'd rank it. I put Mr. Morale first, Certified Love a Boy second, third off season. Mr. Morale has the consistent theme and the listenability or repeatability, I'd say. And then Drake has just one of them, which is the repeatability or listenability, whatever. And then J. Cole is also like Drake, but it's the opposite. He has the theme, but he doesn't have the repeatability. And that's how I rank them. But I love all three. They're certainly the top three as well. Uh, I remember seeing on the internet about who would be the fourth place for Mount Rushmore. I mean, it recirculated again, but for it's pretty much concluded because... I think it came out like Rap Caviar from Spotify were asking who who would be the fourth musician or fourth rapper to be on the Mount Rushmore for the 2010s. And for me personally, I think it's, it's either Future or Nicki Minaj. I don't think it could be anyone else, actually, apart from those two. I don't think it's Kanye because, I don't know, Kanye's had a... He's had a bit of a weird 2010s. I think I feel like he didn't drop consistently throughout the 2010s. He had My Dark, Beautiful, Twisted Fantasy. Every time I say that title, I feel like I'm saying it in the wrong order. But he has that. And then he has Jesus. And then he has The Life of Pablo and Ye. And people didn't really like Jesus and Ye like that. Whereas the other two, I guess, yeah, the other two, they really liked. So I, I like that as well. Whereas Nicki Minaj has dropped much more consistently like that and has had it influence on the rise of female rappers within the time and future. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on future. I think how many number one projects did he attain through that 2010 stretch? Is it six? Six number one? Like, people think, like, People think Future isn't that big. Six number ones within that time frame. I think now, because now he's dropped two projects in the 2020s. 
I want to say two or three. He's up to eight or nine now. That is unbelievable. Nine number one albums. That how many people can say that? That's like Kanye, Eminem, Drake levels. Come on, like even big musicians. Like even I'll give you an example like Chris Brown. Don't even have that much. Like that's why I think it's Future, Nicki Minaj, and Future was behind the wave, the mixtape wave. And I know Lil Wayne has done it first, so Lil Wayne is the king of mixtapes. But I think Future is definitely a big influence on releasing the project year after year, like quickly like that. Like albums having a short lifespan because he's already working on the next thing or dropping a bucket load of music. So it definitely has to be Future or Nicki Minaj. Me personally... I think Future's had a bigger influence on the game than Nicki Minaj, so I'll put Future there. But I can't get mad at no one who puts Nicki Minaj there because there's a lot of female rappers now who look up to Nicki Minaj, so I am not not angry at that at all. But moving away from music, we'll just move on to sports now. NBA Finals is going to start Friday, UK time, Friday morning. Warriors versus Celtics. I think the Warriors are going to win, but I want the Celtics to win for my man JT, JB as well. Uh, Al Horford's been in the league for a while. Hasn't like got a ring as well. Be happy for him as well. Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year. But also, if the Warriors win, I'm not going to hear the end of it from certain people like Flat Reacts or just Warriors Twitter and if the Warriors win even though I do like Curry and I do believe like he should get a finals MVP to vault himself into the top 10 if he wins he would have the same amount of chips as LeBron as well but I want LeBron to be like the top top player I don't want no no conversations floating about because people have been saying Curry's better than LeBron and we're not having this we are not having this as well. I love Curry, but not having this conversation. And if he gets four, they're going to feel like their argument's more validated now. And people are going to be like, nah, Curry's better than LeBron. Like, if someone came up to me and said, Curry's better than LeBron, you did not watch NBA. I'm guessing you only started watching it this year. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah, if they do that. The Warriors dynasty is like... <sighs> confirmed now this is what six finals now we've got 2015 2016 yeah 2015 2016 2017 2018 2019 and 2022 yeah they got it man warriors dynasty big 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 and it's funny because it makes kd look like he wasn't worth anything to the warriors even though he was but it shows that the core still as strong as they are and Kyrie with the Celtics as well as left. So both of them are feeling like egg. But I want the Celtics to win. Do it for my guy, JT. Hope it's an interesting series as well. The thing is just with watching NBA games, I'm such a baby. I, I sleep so early at times. So I can't stay up late 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. to watch it. Because then, for example, if it starts 3 a.m., it finishes 5 or something. And especially if it's West Coast time, West Coast time. But I'll definitely watch Game 2 because Game Two's on Sunday. So it'll be earlier, earlier tip-off time. I think around 8 or 9-ish, 
usually, and it'll be free on YouTube if you live in the UK, put you on. Sky Sports is on Sky Sports, if you check. But we move on to football, got the Champions League. So happy. Real Madrid won the Champions League. Some people weren't backing them. Well, let me rephrase that. Uh, analysts weren't backing them, but they won, they won. The whole of, I want to say the whole of the UK. Uh, or let me say the whole of England. Like People support English teams not named Liverpool. We're supporting Real Madrid because we just didn't want Liverpool to win. As a United fan, if Liverpool win, that's, that's Champions League number seven, which puts them four, four ahead of us, which, yeah, that's, at the same Man United, that we're not catching up. But also, the number, t- the total number of trophies won, I think that puts them three ahead of us as well. Because they overtook us with the Carabao Cup, so that was, let me just say 71, I think. Then, one FA Cup, 72. Yeah, if they won the Champions League, it would have been 73, it would have been three ahead of us, if, if my maths is correct. But, I don't know, finals, <laughs> finals are usually low scoring, but, uh, low scoring events because I guess both teams are nervous and everything. They don't want to make no mistakes. So they usually end in a 1 0 as well. But yeah, Real Madrid, man, and my favorite manager, um, Carlo Ancelotti, sorry. This guy's, this guy's a goat, man. Um,. I mean, I've been watching. I'm a big fan of his style of football. I mean, since the since the Melandes, AC Melandes, and even his Chelsea sides. And most people play four three three like on FIFA, for example, because this guy was a pioneer for the four three three and the way it's played. So, yeah, that, that guy is a G, and that's what he does, man. Was it? How many Champions Leagues has he got? Five with four different teams? Or four with... Yeah, five with four different teams. He's already won it with Real Madrid. He won it with them in 2014. So, this guy is, this guy is too good, too cold. And Liverpool, what is happening? This is three finals you got to. Haven't scored one goal. And you only won the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup on penalties. You see? This is, this is not good. I mean, also... Man City won the Prem, but that was a bit of a, uh, that was a while ago. But I guess since the last solo episode, I haven't been able to talk about it that much. But um, as United fan, we take our rivalry with Liverpool much much more serious than our rivalry with Man City. So it's like if Man City win the Prem is like it's like okay, but we would definitely would not want Liverpool to win it. So. A lot of us were rooting for Man City, and we, we United fans have no shame. Like, look at the season that we've had. We have no shame. Like, there was a funny picture. It was like United players um, standing next to the Premier League trophy with the City players as well, and they were like a City United, bro. We are shameless, shameless. But anything to stop Liverpool from winning anything. But they've had, they've had a good season, even if it is two cup trophies but still have a good season to be able to compete on that front is amazing as well and the football they play with the tight squad that they've had you can see how easily like how wrong it can go so easily like in the 2020 season where they finished third 
because that Van Dyke injury just took everything out. Was that the 2020? The the 2020-21 season. Yeah, the 2020-21 season. So when it happened, I mean, the fact that it didn't happen this time is a bit of luck, but it comes with the hard work that it comes. Hard work that you do brings good fortune, sir. But their squad is still incredibly thin, I think. And we wonder how what's going to happen now since Mane looks like he's about to leave, maybe join Bayern. But enough of Liverpool. We just move on to the championship. I watched the playoff final, Nottingham Forest versus Huddersfield. I wanted Nottingham Forest to go through, and they did 1-0. And God, like the year I graduate is the year that they get promoted. I wanted them to get promoted last year so I can watch Prem games this year during my final year. And it didn't happen. And now it's happened. Like, of course, that's that's just my luck. Like, the year I graduated, now they're going to have Prem football there. Would have loved to watch Prem games every weekend just at my doorstep. But, nah. But it's good to them. They've had an amazing season. I've watched so much Forest games this year. Definitely watch more Forest games than some, like, Prem teams games. Like, yeah, they're really good to watch. And, uh, yeah, I hope for the best. Um, haven't seen Forrest in the Prem. The last time they were in the Prem, I wasn't even born yet. So that's 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 amazing. That's amazing. And I saw the scenes in Nottingham City Centre um, the day after they got promoted, and it looked amazing. But I'm glad I wasn't there because I live in the City Centre. Everything would have been packed and noisy. I would have been trying to sleep or something. But... Big up Nottingham Forest. Happy to see you back in the prime where you belong. Anyway, one last thing I wanted to say is it's time for me to delete Snap now. I finished university and <laughs> I am still young to other people, but I feel like I'm at the age where like I'm too old to be to be active on Snap, bro. Like if you want to contact me, you you have my phone number, you have Twitter or Insta, you can contact me on those places. <laughs> I feel like, can I have your snap at this age? It's just embarrassing. I don't even like the social media anyway. Um, I only use it for messaging, but nah. I think, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. But might be going to Europe this summer. I'm excited for that. I haven't been abroad since 2019 or no, 2018. I'm lying when I went to the States. But it's time to explore, time to learn myself, as people say when they go on a solo trip. But it might be a bit, it's a bit daunting at first, but I think I'll enjoy it. But that's it. Thank you guys for listening so much to this episode. I ranted a lot about the dating apps at the start, but that's what makes this podcast great, I guess. So I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.